As we mark two years of living amid a pandemic, we know many people have experienced financial difficulties of varying degrees, some small and some large. But as these bills pile up, facing them can be a pretty daunting challenge, to say the least. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. And with me is Catherine Collinson, CEO and president of nonprofit Transamerica Institute. And she's here to discuss financial avoidance. Now, Catherine, the survey your team did in late 2020 found that 43% of workers experienced some form of negative impact to employment as a result of the pandemic. And in reviewing the data, you also indicated that 60% of workers made one or more adjustment due to pandemic-related financial strain. So it's you know completely understandable that people are having a hard time coping with their situation and instead may sim- simply choose to ignore their finances. And well, you know, clearly that's not a very constructive path to follow. So Catherine, good to have you back. Can you help us understand what they mean when they talk about financial avoidance? So a great question, Al. And by the way, it's great to be back. Financial avoidance is a, a concept or a term or an emerging condition uh, that many people are facing. And what it describes is ignoring the management of our finances or financial issues often as a way to uh, suppress negative feelings. Uh, Financial avoidance could involve procrastination. It could involve denial. It could uh, could manifest itself in a stack of unpaid bills, or even worse, a stack of unpaid bills that gets put in a drawer for later, and that drawer is never opened. Uh, But it's something that not only be destructive to our finances, but can eat away at us spiritually and emotionally. Uh, And to illustrate why we're so concerned that people may be at risk of financial avoidance, uh, you touched on our survey findings that more than four or four in 10 workers experienced one or more negative impacts to their employment. And those would include things like reduced hours, reduced pay, layoffs, furloughs, things that uh, impact their earning power. And at the same time, they've had to make some really hard choices financially. What makes this recipe for avoidance even more concerning is our survey found that almost 4 in 10 workers, 39%, agreed with the statement they often feel uh, unmotivated and overwhelmed. And that combination can lead to financial avoidance. Well, you're absolutely so right. And, you know, looking at the Gen Z's and the millennials, uh, of which I am a proud parent of too, you know, I've had, you know, so much to confront. I mean, it's absolutely staggering, but let's face facts though, you know, financial avoidance, you know, can really keep people mired doing you know, the same counterproductive things with their money resulting in a, you know, a very vicious cycle. Uh, indeed, it can result in a, in a vicious cycle. So what might be a temporary relief from stress and worrying, sticking those bills in a drawer, or avoiding avoiding uh, difficult financial topics can have really serious consequences. For example, we all know that unpaid bills can lead to uh, a destruction in our credit scores, which can negatively impact us down the road. Um, it, it could result in increasing debt. It could even put us at greater risk of 
personal bankruptcy. Um, not to mention, it could be damaging to personal relationships with our family and friends if we end up needing to seek their help to help bail us out. Yeah, well, this obviously is uh, leading also to a lot of sleepless nights too, which you know certainly isn't good. So, given you know what we know, um, you know about people who are avoiding their finances and struggling, what advice can you give someone to even know where to begin? My very first suggestion is do everything you can to avoid getting overwhelmed. Start small. Take the first step. Taking the first step, even if it's a teeny tiny baby step, Mm -hmm. can help you start moving in the right direction. And for everyone, that first step could mean something different. It could be opening that credit card bill that you've been staring down. It could be... um, It could be doing your taxes. Um, But just taking that first step can lead to action and taking more steps. Yeah, I think at some point you you just have to take a pause and and to breathe. And and by the way, remember to breathe. Um, And I think taking the first step, building from there, I think is exactly what you've got to do. uh, Because, you know, pulling those covers over your head and, and, you know, hoping that it'll go away is, is, you know, it's not a workable solution. Now, what other suggestions uh, do you have here for us? So once you've taken that first big step, and it could be a baby step, which is actually a giant leap, if it's going to propel you forward in addressing your situation. The next really important thing to do is do an assessment of your overall financial situation. Gather gather your documents, it, your savings, your 401ks, your credit cards, any, any debt that you may have. Create a full picture of your financial situation, and you've got to document it. There are tools that are out there uh, readily available that you can purchase that can help you do this. You could create an ex- Excel spreadsheet, or you could go old school and just write it down on a piece of paper. But you've (laughs) got to pull your numbers together. And as you're doing so, what's going to happen is you're going to see some highlights, and then you're going to see some scary parts. And a common scary part is credit card debt, because it often can come at a really high interest rate, which can grow and grow uh, until you get it paid off. But at least creating that Creating that inventory of where you stand can help you identify the areas in which you need to look, to step forward. And Al, I'm going to expect you're going to ask this question, so I'm going to answer it. Okay. Look at your credit card bills. Um, <laughs> and not only for interest and expenses and where you are spending money and where you might be able to avoid spending money in the future, we all have to be hypervigilant about subscriptions. We live in the era of the auto-renewing subscription. And it's all too common. Somebody will sign up for a free trial for four weeks, four weeks blow by, and you forgot you even signed up for the trial. And meanwhile, that is a subscription that is renewing itself on your credit card until you turn it off. So we 
it's just really important. Uh, there's an opportunity for some found money, just reviewing your credit card statements, being on the lookout for subscriptions. Some you may have been in love with at the time that you're not anymore. <laughs> and others you may have completely forgotten that you signed up for in the first place. Boy, isn't that the truth? I mean, because, uh, yeah, obviously there's no incentive for them to give you that little reminder that, uh, you know, that first uh, four weeks of free uh, streaming services uh, coming to an end. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I agree with you. If you start adding those up, and I know a lot of people that bulked up on loads of, of uh, cable streaming services, you know, you could be talking about some real savings there. So now could you, you know, please speak to financial issues that are specifically related to the pandemic that, you know, people may be avoiding, but, you know, maybe really should make an effort to try to head, you know, to face head on. Uh, yes, there's a couple of, uh, there are two big issues that I want to share with you that could lend themselves to financial avoidance. One is the student loan payment holiday. It is coming to an end on May 1st. And uh, if, if you've been part of that holiday, um, you're going to have to make a plan to start making payments again uh, after it ends on May 1st. Another big one that impacted many people during the, the pandemic uh, relates to mortgage payments and rent holidays. Um, you know, throughout the pandemic, we saw different uh, moratoriums on evictions. Um, and they, the rules vary uh, state by state, location by location. Um, but in most cases, they've either already come to an end or they will be coming to an end soon. So it, if, if you have been impacted by that or affected by it, you're going to have to have a plan to start making those payments again. Um, a helpful resource to check out, the, cons the Consumer Financial Pro Protection Bureau uh, has helpful information on its website as it relates to different loans and uh, and mortgage and the timing uh, of when when they're going to have to be paid again and types of relief uh, that are available and how to apply for it. Um, and then renters, it's really important check with your local city, state, county, government um, to figure out. Uh, what types of funds are available to maybe help pay back, uh, help pay for back rent, or at least help you get on your feet uh, so that you can make those payments going forward. Got it. Well, those are some definitely some you know important issues to keep on your radar, especially that uh, you know student loan payment holiday, which is ending again on May the first. Now, you mentioned uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which I know has information on a lot of topics beyond mortgages. So what other resources uh, could um, you know, our listeners turn into? And that's a great question now, because it's so important for people to realize you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, I, and many of the institutions that you're doing business with already have resources that might be able to help. So if it, for example, wherever you do your banking, if it's a bank or a credit union, they may have resources available to help. If you're employed, your employer may offer an employee assistance program that offers find either a financial wellness program or resources to help you with your finance. Uh, employer retirement plan providers, your 401k provider may also have resources that can help you. Uh, and you may want to consider using a professional financial advisor. 
um, who you can find through a financial services company, a, a certified financial planner who can help you pull together your big picture and start setting goals. Um, and then last but not least, um, we have to have a consumer, you know, our consumer warning on how important it is. You've got to be savvy um, and sure. do your due diligence, especially if you're looking for debt reduction services. Uh, there are many out there that are legitimate, but then there's others, um, others that could be uh, cost gougers, or there could be fine print that you may not be aware of when you sign up. So uh, we, I think we often hear debt relief programs on the radio and in mm-hmm. uh, other places. That area in particular, it's, it's really important to do your homework uh, before you sign up. Well, this has all been really informative uh, conversation, and you've provided you know a number of ideas that I think you know are not only pragmatic, but you know workable too. So, uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off today? Uh, yes, I want to give our listeners a vote of confidence. Societally, we have been through s- such extraordinarily difficult times, and and so many people have have been negatively financially impacted by the pandemic and maybe feeling a bit overwhelmed. And I just want to leave everyone with a vote of confidence. You can do it. Taking steps, even if they're baby steps, can help improve your long-term situation. And frankly, they can be empowering. Often action leads to taking even more action. And then the next thing you know, you are on the path uh, to a brighter financial future. Catherine, I love the way you think, and it's, as always, a great pleasure to have you with us. We hope you'll join us for future episodes, including the upcoming episode on something Catherine just mentioned, employee assistance programs and what they are. Also, in case you missed it, check out our previous episodes on International Women's Day and how to boost your retirement savings with the Sabres credit. ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org. ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth, is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. If you have comments or feedback, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about? Send us your ideas. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.